Veteran player shows up for Pirates training camp. Veteran player gets asked why he signed with the Pirates. Veteran player gives honest answer, and you know where it goes from there. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates, which I'm doing all week from down here in Bradenton, Florida. Having fun covering spring training. No complaints. It's been good. It's nice to be in the middle of the four fields watching everything happen around me. It's feeling a little different than the usual uh, pandemic period sports coverage where we're confined to, you know, press boxes and other things a zillion miles away. This has been this has been neat. There's been crack of the bat. There's been the ball hitting the leather of the the mitt. It's been good. It's been good. Todd Frazier showed up yesterday. In case you were wondering who the new Gerard Dyson is that I referenced. And Todd Frazier was brought on to a a Zoom call with all of us. And the first question, not a gotcha thing, not a trick, standard stuff, was why he signed with the Pirates. I'm going to play you the entire clip so that you have full context of what he said, how he said it, and maybe even why. Uh, very good question. It's just one of those off seasons again where it wasn't many teams, to be honest with you. It's uh, free agency hasn't been uh, very fun uh, ever since I had my first free agent year in um, I think 16 and 17 range. Uh, but, you know, I had a couple teams and I, I thought to myself, hey, it's a young team. I can come in there and help these young guys as much as possible and, uh, you know, have a shot at making a really good team. I mean, I remember playing against a couple of these guys, Adam Frazier for one, love the way he played, um, Colin Moran, um, you know, Chad Cole, and, you know, a bunch of guys that, you know, I've, I've seen play. And like I said, again, a lot of younger guys here, of course, I'm the oldest guy in camp. I told somebody yesterday, I, I really never thought, you know, I knew I'd, I'd play when I was older, but I never thought I'd be the oldest guy in the team. And, you know, it's unique. It's uh it's something that interests me and uh, going along with this camp, you know, getting to know the guys has been, uh, has been a lot of fun so far in the first couple of days. Ooh, really inflammatory stuff there, huh? Yeah. Ooh, burning bridges. Give me a break. He answered it honestly, as if he had to really expound upon it at all. Todd Frazier is 35 years old. Todd Frazier's had a handful of seasons in a row where his batting average has hovered around 230-240. That's where it was last season, which he split between the Mets and the Rangers, batted 234, had four homers, whatever, 60-game schedule. He is what he is at this stage. If he makes the Pirates, and he hasn't yet, because he signed a minor league contract It's a tryout for a guy who has 228 Major League home runs. He's on a tryout. If he makes the team, he'll make only $1.5 million. And I say that only, you know, within the framework of how much veteran Major League ballplayers tend to make. He doesn't have to tell us why he signed with the Pirates. It couldn't be more obvious. No one else wanted him. Or... Maybe a handful of teams wanted him, and that was what he seemed to suggest in the response that I gave you, and he chose some place that has a little bit of familiarity and that where he knew at least a couple of guys, and that was that. 
But this thing gets turned into, you know what, on Pittsburgh radio and social media and wherever else because people will pounce on absolutely every opportunity they have to keep the Pirates a common punchline. I'm not sure what the motivation there is. I don't really get it. Most of the people that I confront on this sort of thing, and when I say confront, I'm not talking about a bar fight. I'm talking about where I just ask him a question. Will immediately just kind of slink away. Like they'll have that silly, stupid grin on their face and just kind of slink away. Do you know what I'm saying when I when I describe this? It's all figurative, okay? Well, I made a joke. I thought it was funny. Don't you think it's funny when I joke about the pirates? Of course. Everybody thinks it's funny when I joke about the pirates. Sure. That's just how it goes. This is this is a classic example of the kind of stuff that you're going to have to get used to as someone who closely follows the pirates and who actually pays attention to what they're doing. And when you criticize them or I criticize them, we come from a place of at least knowing and understanding what it is that they're attempting to do. Todd Frazier doesn't mean a thing to the Pittsburgh Pirates, presuming he even makes the team. If he does, as I mentioned on yesterday's show, it'll be nice to have people around to handle the leadership component stuff so that you don't thrust that on the kids. I don't want one of Derek Shelton's coaches going up to Kebrian Hayes and saying, Hey, Key, we need some more leadership from you, man. You know, we need you to step up and tell these guys what's what. I don't want Hayes worried about that stuff. I want Hayes worried about playing third base. I want Hayes worried about hitting like Ted Williams for the next decade. That's why you bring in a Todd Frazier or Brian Goodwin or whatever. That's why. You don't do it because you're trying to bring them into, we're going to show the kids how it's done. or We're going to be the big veterans. No. You do it so that the kids don't have to be burdened by it. Plain and simple. So Frazier said what he said, and the same people who say that they value so much when someone is honest and blunt, and especially in Pittsburgh, we put a lot of value in that. We're, you know, just tell it like it is, and you'll get along with us fine because we're Pittsburgh, and that's how we're wired. Well, this guy shows up for training camp, and he's asked... A question that, I'll repeat, has a very, very, very obvious answer. And he still gives a good, thoughtful, detailed, passionate answer. And then he's going to be tagged as the next Gerard Dyson or whatever else because everyone wants to make a Pirates punchline. I don't even know why I'm talking about this. This stuff just irritates me. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to say this until I'm blue in the face. Rip the Pirates. Criticize them all you want. Rip Bob Nutting. Say whatever it is that you want. Rip Ben Charrington. Rip Derek Shelton. Rip the individual players. If you're following the team. Because if you're not, there's a word for that. It's trolling. People misinterpret the word trolling for criticism. That's not what trolling is. Trolling is the equivalent of, let's say you're a, a college football fan of, uh, I don't know, let's say Ohio State. 
and you jump on a Michigan message board and you're just slamming everything and everybody, that's trolling. You have no actual interest in University of Michigan football. You're just there to make people's lives miserable. That's trolling. When people do this stuff with the Pirates, including in Pittsburgh, it's just trolling. Because if you ask most of them to name the Pirates' left fielder, they can't do it. We're not even looking for one of the obscure guys. If you ask them to name the center fielder, <laughs> and they knew it, that'd be really impressive, because I don't even know it. But if you ask them to name the left fielder, and they can't do it, then why are they interested at all? Why are they even talking about the Pirates? Why are you... Why are you in this conversation? Go find something that interests you in life because clearly it isn't the Pittsburgh Pirates. There are people who are interested. And for what it's worth, those are the people that this program and the coverage on DK Pittsburgh Sports is committed to. We have pretty significant numbers of people who are legitimately interested in the Pirates, including now. Our data supports it. Those are the people that we're going to be feeding. When we come back, just one question. If you'd like to leave one, you can do so by visiting DK Pittsburgh Sports. Find the article that encompasses this podcast and leave it right there in comments. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Open for business. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. Today's Just One Question comes from Jeff in Asheville, who asks, do you think there will be a competition for center field, or is it Anthony Alford's to lose? Derek Shelton addressed this briefly, not in any detail, yesterday after the workout here, and he was noncommittal to the extreme between Alfred and Brian Goodwin. I am told that the job is, in fact, Alfred's to lose and that that comes from on high, not that Shelton and his coaches won't be involved in such a thing, but that the Pirates have a lot more to gain from finding out about Alfred, who only very recently was seen as a top prospect in baseball and then of course had the unfortunate elbow injury crashing into the wall at PNC Park last summer. There's a lot of reason for skepticism as it relates to Alfred, primarily that he hasn't hit great. He has the hit tool, but he hasn't hit consistently. And as a result, Goodwin was brought in, a veteran who also hasn't hit great, but he can handle the position, even though Goodwin himself 
uh, made it sound in a talk we had a couple days ago that as if he's much more comfortable in left field than in center. And that was where he played most of last year, meaning left. If you're the Pirates and you're running the Pirates and you're trying to find answers toward your future, it's a no-brainer that in the case of a visual tie or competition or however it is that you want to classify this, you're going to break toward the younger guy with the higher upside. Everyone knows what Brian Goodwin is. He's been around for a long time. He's not going to be part of the next winning team in Pittsburgh, to borrow Charrington's phrase. Alfred probably won't be either, but at least there's a thought there that it's possible. On top of this, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that Shelton again broached what he made sound like a very real possibility that Brian Reynolds will get some games in center depending on how they align things, depending on who they're facing. Um, Man, Shelton made it sound like he actually knew which games, like on the schedule, not spring. I'm talking about the regular season, which I I found interesting uh, in and of itself that, that he could project like that. But Reynolds isn't going to be your answer as an everyday center fielder. Um, He just isn't. So it would appear that the Pirates don't have a player for this position. Um, It's appeared that way for a long time. But the most literal answer to your direct question is, yes, the center field job is Anthony Alvarez to lose. Thanks for uh, sending that my way. And thanks to everybody for listening. One more day down here, so we'll have another one of these shows tomorrow. At Point Park University, in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.